This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Back of the Nest. Match preview podcast. www.backofthenest.com Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I am your host, Terence Ford, and after what seems like an age, me, Heskiff, and Albert are back together to build you up to our trip to the home of the faltering champions, Manchester City. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I have Albert. How long has it been? I, I just, I don't even, I barely remember your name. Uh, it was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> it was last decade or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. What, like eight weeks, six weeks, four mm-hmm. weeks? Who knows? Yeah. But I'm glad you're back, mate. Yeah. How, how did Mike do? Mike's good, mate. You know, he's but he's just not you. <laughs> um, Heskiff, uh, in my absence, I did manage to find you in Sellers and give you a present for Christmas. Oh, you did. You gave me two boxes of Domino Steiner, which are the best German confectionery. Um, I don't know whether it's linked to uh, my last week where I spent a lot of time at the dentist getting half of my teeth pulled out in a very painful way. <laughs> um, but annoyingly, I still have a box of your 
chocolates to eat, but now I'm too scared to eat them. Mm. I see, Albert. Mine are, in the, mine are in the post. I yeah, I'd, I'd get you a Christmas present, but you'd have to come to Sellers Park for that, and you know, it never happens. Well, funnily enough, going to Sellers Park is is similar to pulling teeth. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right, what's been going on? I mean, I was. We don't have to do beer check this week because. I'm doing dry January. I don't. I don't. Oh, I've got a beer. Oh no! Have you? Have you really? All right, hang on. Wait one second. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Right. So you've had teeth problems at the dentist, and you're drinking beer. Is this to just sort of numb the pain? Yeah, I don't mean. I mean, I literally opened it for this show. Um, I got it's a Dos Equis, which is my favourite beer. They sell it in the Sainsbury's near where I live. So what a dream. Lovely stuff. And Albert, you, you're alone with the children tonight. Yeah. So they've had all the beer and I'm going without. <laughs> Helps them sleep. Yeah, well, I'm, you say that. I mean, I was definitely given like thimbles of rum or whiskey or whatever when I was a baby. If I if I was in pain, I had two fakes or whatever. Fair I'll turn that all right. Don't say that to Sam. He's just been to the dentist for toothache and you're telling him he could have <laughs> solved it with a, a thimble of rum. Yeah, just swished around some Sailor Jerry's in his mouth. It would have been fine. Ooh, chance <laughs> be a fine thing. Wouldn't it be? So um, I had a rather interesting uh, experience over the time that I was away. In the, Walking through London Bridge Station, I spied a Chelsea season ticket on the on the ground. Um Picked it up. Uh, initial thoughts was snap it in half or just put it in a bin or whatever. But um, upon turning it over, Albert, it was it turned out to be David Bedil's season ticket of the, the infamous Bedil and Skinner from people of our age. What can I say? I'm a big fan of David Bedil, despite the Chelsea affiliation. Um, did you get it back to him? I did. We were going to try and meet up and um, he wanted to buy me a beer as a thank you. Uh, but... Um, because it had to be obviously returned before the next game. We just couldn't work out a day, so I just sent it. I actually sent it to his brother in the post. I'm not sure he wanted either, to give out either his... a deal. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure he wanted to give out his own address to a random person on Twitter. So he just gave start... his brother's address out instead. <laughs> he did indeed. Um, but yeah, he was uh, very, very polite on Twitter. Um and but a few people, Palace fans, were suggesting that he was being ungrateful in his response. Um, obviously, not realizing that we were swapping DMs back and forth. But yeah, a thoroughly polite man. He was very thankful and very it's very nice. So very bizarre experience there. Um, When's he coming on the pod for when we play Chelsea? When do we play Chelsea? Yeah, well, I can tap him up for that. I'm sure. Tap yeah. him up, mate. Or send you know, if not, me and Sam will go around his brother's house. Well, you you say when is he coming on the pod? But um, when when's Bill Nye coming on the pod, mate? Uh, listen, I <laughs> I asked, I asked, I got no, I, I text him, and I don't think he can see very well. I should have called. So, obviously, Bill Nye has been doing this this DNA of Palace um, for short videos, sort of very whistle stop tour of our history, and. Um, Albert has sent us a screen grab of his contacts showing that he has Bill Nye's number. But um, it, w- it wasn't Bill Nye's number that really drew our attention. Uh, lots of takeaway restaurants on in here. Um, 
there's, mm-hmm. there's some um, someone called Billiam. Don't know who he is. Uh, who, what's what's Binan? B N A N N. Binan. That's another that's another old minor celeb friend. Did you ever did you ever um, listen to a band called the Infidels back in sort of the early to mid two thousands? I've heard of them. Yeah, well, yeah. My my ex girlfriend was mates with his wife, and that's him. <laughs> oh, I thought I it was Barry, that Barry, Barry Bannon, not Barry. No, Bannon. not no. <laughs> no. Um, which only. ones? Which ones took your fancy on that list, Haskiff? Uh, yeah, the one that popped out immediately, Boogaloo Pizza. Sounds bad. Unfortunately, that is not the name of of a restaurant. It's there's a pub, oh. pub in Highgate called. The the Boogaloo, which uh, very nice pub. I think um, I think Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright used to go there. I think that's where they wrote came up with space. I believe is the claim to fame. And they do a good film quiz there. And there's a little pizza place three doors down that will deliver pizza to the pub. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Ratings out of ten. Oh, it's been a while. I think it was a, it was a, it was a solid eight out of ten for a, for a. Delivered pizza. And, and Bento's Camden, any good? I think that's shut down now. That was a sushi place in Camden. It was just about, I think it was two doors down from the Jazz Cafe. Uh, if you like a bit of sushi. Can this be a new feature on the pod of just going through Albert's phone and saying, who's this, what's that? Pick a letter every week. I'll do your screen grab yeah. and we can go through it. <laughs> It'll be great we'll just, uh, when we're like, who's, who's Beth then under Bento Camden? And it's going to be a really awkward story. Well, no, it's not. I actually don't know who that is. Hey, let's t- call her now live on the Oh, she's an old cleaner. She's an old cleaner. Oh. She was quite hot, though. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Um, uh, if the people who subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, would have seen that DR has been plugging away hard at making some transfer videos. Um, Hesky, have you watched any of these? Yeah, yeah I was at the dentist. I missed I miss them. I'm sure they're great. Hopefully he was wearing his like oatmeal coloured roll neck, which I've seen in a few photos. Because right. that's uh that's suave DR. That's why no, he's, he's come a long way from the, the young teenager that joined the podcast uh, several years back now, but um very well spoken. Um very thorough and um you know, informative videos. But he's uh, he's stolen my sign off. At the end of the video, he say, until next time, up the palace. Now, Albert, who do I complain to? Who do you complain to? Yeah. DR, surely. Well, I mean, you know, in a workplace environment, you don't want to complain to your colleague who's done it. You want to complain to someone a bit more senior. Uh, Nick Gussett's quite senior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not quite what I meant, but um, but DR just slap just slap that thumbs down button, mate, on his video. That'll show. Is there a that, thumbs down yeah. button on YouTube? Yeah, slap, slap. But you're supposed to slap likes. So you slap dislikes as well. Slap, slap him with a dislike. Uh, <laughs> someone who um, got <laughs> got slapped with loads of dislikes was DT, the Arsenal fan. Um, now. Any Palace fans that have watched a Arsenal fan TV video from the game at the Emirates this season would have known that a Palace fan actually stole someone from Arsenal fan TV's baseball cap. Uh, fast forward to the game on the weekend just gone and it was hanging from the 
the middle of the homestyle. Heskey, if you 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 on the side with this, or do you think this is out of order? I thought it was quite funny. I didn't know what it was to start with. I didn't understand why they were hanging a hat. But then um, my good wife Vanessa said, "Oh, it's that PT's hat." Did you th- Did you and think it was a really that- shoddy HF display? Yeah, I just wonder what the significance was. Someone's getting a hat trick if we hang a hat. Um, But yeah, I thought, uh, like, I, you know, Arsenal fan TV are full of twats. Like, they're all knobs, but he's a particular sort of king twat. And anything that winds him up is quite funny. And he tried to, I think he put on Twitter that, you know, it wasn't his hat and that they'd gone and bought it, but we all know the truth. People went off and categorically proved in his social media post. uh, in the immediate aftermath of the theft that um, it had actually been gone and it was the real hat. So I don't think there's any arguments there. But um, when you saw this in the running order, Albert, you said, um, do we really have to give that airtime? So sh- Did I say that? <laughs> Doesn't sound like me, mate. <laughs> not a fan of DT? Just not that Arsenal fan TV thing is just, you know, I mean, it was funny for a while, wasn't it? And now it's just, it's just sad. Like, who's the, who's the chat with the headphones? Because okay. they were asking him, do they think, did he think that the Aubameyang thing was a red card? Or, yes or no? And he, like, the slipperiest of politicians just wouldn't answer the question. It was, like, downright refusing to answer the question. Yeah, and so- fair play Socrates to, should have been a goal. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fair, fair play to, to Robbie, who runs it, who I actually think does a good job. You know, he was like, come on, was it a red? Well, that's not the question. Was it a red? And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not answering that. It's not about that. It's like, well, it kind of is. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anything, anything that riles them up is great, really. Well, talking of that red card, Aubameyang, as unsurprisingly, has had his appeal rejected and he will serve a three-match ban. Uh, I mean, I assume you're on board with all of us and everyone else in the stadium when they saw it on the screen that it's a stonewall red card and he deserved the abuse he got when he was trudging off the field. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was a horrible tackle. And this whole thing, like, what really gets me is this whole, like, oh, he didn't mean to hurt him. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. But, like, you know, if if, if a player scores an own goal, he doesn't fucking mean it, does he? But you're not chalking it off. It still happened and it still counts. So, like, the fact that Max Meyer stood up afterwards is pretty miraculous considering the angle his leg and his ankle were at. Um, and I actually watched the Access All Areas video that Palace put up for the game. And there's a point where all of the Arsenal players are surrounding the ref, protesting the red card. And then obviously they show the replay on, on the screen because you can just hear all the crowd go, ooh. So you know that they're all looking at it. Um, so it just makes, it shows what a farce it is that they were moaning at the ref. And for him to appeal that, I mean, you know, I half thought that he that they'd grant the appeal just to piss me off. But <laughs> the fact that they went for it was fairly laughable. Yeah. What, what's the worst appeal, um, Albert? Is it Aubameyang's appeal or Luca's appeal for the the headbutt in the derby game? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not, it's not about that though, is it? It's not about that. I'm not answering <laughs> that. It's not about that. Um, if the glove don't fit, you've got to acquit. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I mean, talk, let, let, let's touch on that briefly, the Luca one. I mean, as as captain, and you know the injury crisis we've got going on, that's, that's a stupid move, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it properly as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, preferably not against like a six foot six monster who could probably eat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of uh, was it was it Neil Dans who went in with a really silly headbutt? Mm. I can't. Was, it, was it an elbow? It was the West Brom before Hillsborough. I was, oh, was an, it an I elbow? Think it was an elbow. Yeah, right, it might have been yeah, a headbutt. Right. I don't know. He just did something very stupid and got sent off. Yeah. He probably wrote a banging tune about it after that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's silly. It's in, a, in, a, in a cup game, like, I, you know, I'm not saying the cup's not important because we all want to progress in the cup, but of all the sort of incidents, you know, of all the games to get hit up and, and, and do that in, you'd have thought it might have been the Brighton game, of, you know, a couple of weeks before, but, mm. you know, who knows what was going through his head. Yeah, he, he clearly lost it for some reason. Um and I mean, it, you could see that he was going to get sent off without seeing any of the replays and just, you know, just watching it from the stand. You'd like, he put his arm inside, hand in someone's face. He's putting his head towards him. Just like, well, as soon as the ref takes one look at that, um, he's going to send him off, especially the likes of Michael Oliver as well. So, um, yeah, very. I reckon he'd heard that they'd run out of chicken goujons in the family end again <laughs> and was like, fucking hell. And just, because that's what I nearly do. They got chi- you, you've got chicken goujons in the family end now. Chicken chicken goujons in the family end now, mate. For the kids, isn't it? Hang on. So you've moved from the main stand now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I'm in, in the old white horse now. Ah. Are you like? I'm sure we've discussed this. Are you nearly away fans? No, I'm. I'm. If I'm in, in the stand, I'm just to the right of the goal, so I'm, I'm more towards the corner with the main stand. Ah. So um, yeah, I saw a stat today saying that. Out of the 10 goals we've scored at Sellers this season, only one of them's been at the White Horse Lane end. And that was... Is that coincidence? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was that Norwich? Mm, yeah, it must have been, because I think we scored a goal in either half in that game, didn't we, to win 2-0? Yeah, we had one ruled out by VAR against Liverpool down that end. Yeah. That was tricky, trying to explain that to Arthur after we celebrated it. Was it was it Norwich? I mean, I, I don't really have much memory of that game. Was it a Luca penalty down that end? Mm, that was that, that was when we beat Norwich two 0 All right, um, I'm yeah. filling time here as I Google. It. <clears throat> yeah, I've definitely got visions of Luca celebrating. Yeah, in front 20, of 20 first minute penalty. So that's it. We haven't even scored from open play at the White Horse Lane end. Well, there you go. <laughs> and and the only difference from last season is that you're in that stand now. No goals, no goujons. <laughs> no goujons, no pie. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to the transfer window. Um, Potente Guaita signing a new contract. Potentially, it looks like Heskiff. Um, apparently, there's uh, another year we can add on to his current contract. We have an option for that. Um, 33 years mm. old. I didn't realise he was that old. I thought he was a little bit younger than that. But, um, I mean, yeah... It's a no-brainer, isn't it? I mean, some of the saves he's made this season, a couple of spring to mind is the one from Doherty against Wolves. Um, and, of course, that double save on the weekend is worth every penny we're paying for him. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the best goalie, I think, since Nigel Martin, since I've been going anyway. Um, he just... I feel a lot, lot more confident with him in goal than... You know, Wayne, I don't want to turn it into a Wayne Hennessy thing, but when, when you see Guaiter playing, you know he's he's going to perform better. Um, like you say, that, that double save 
um, against Arsenal was brilliant. I didn't realise at the time that he got a touch on Pepe's shot. Mm. Uh, so I thought, you know, on its own, that the, the sort of close range save from Lacazette was brilliant. But then when you see that he actually got a finger on that Pepe shot, it makes it even more impressive. And mm. he seems really popular. He seems to really like it. I think he said that he, you know, his family are really happy and he, he really likes it at the club. So I think it suits all parties to sign him up for longer because, you know, 33 is not that old for a keeper, really. And if he keeps performing like this, then, you know, I'm sure there'll be suitors for him. So time down as, as quickly as possible, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm there with you. I think he's, you know, obviously Julian Sproli was a great servant for us and um, a fantastic goalkeeper. But I think everyone really agrees that Nigel Martin was on a different level in that sense of the career he went to have afterwards with Leeds and Everton and playing for England, etc. probably showed that. But um, yeah, there's just something special about Vicente Guaita and you can understand why there's been a Man City link and so on because he's a proper, proper goalkeeper, an incredible shot stopper and um, decent enough with his feet as well. He certainly is not kicking the ball out of touch as <laughs> all of the time as um, certain other goalkeepers have done in our past. And, you know, Sproni's not uh, immune from... Uh, I can't. I can't even use my words, Heskiff. It's been so. It's been. It's been so long. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, all the years going to Palace, I've watched goalkeeper after goalkeeper kick it into touch. But you know, you can actually spread a pass, and um, yeah, so really exciting times we're having him in goal, and hopefully uh, we can add some players and build on it. And one of those we're looking to add is Carl Walker Peters. Um, I mean, Heskiff, any fullbacks a no brainer, right? Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, you know, I felt the same with Tosin when we brought him in. Not necessarily my first choice. I, obviously, I support him a lot. But at the moment, a body's a body, in it? You know, we need people in. We've got these injuries. We had deficiencies in the squad anyway. And right back was definitely one of those, as it was. You know, we needed one in uh, in the summer, even before Wardy was injured. So I think it's important we get him in. Kelly, who I'm a big fan of, um, is you know he, he's not a right back really, and he's he's been a right for the most part. But I think the last few games he's really struggled. And you know when when we played Arsenal and they sort of overloaded Kalasnach and Abamyang, you really saw that he was a centre half playing a fullback. Um, so Walker Peters, yeah, he's young. Um, you know, I, I don't know that he's particularly highly rated, but. He's got a point to prove and he's a natural right back. So um, it seems like that might well happen. Roy's mentioned it by name, I think. So, you know, I'd be surprised if he did that, if it wasn't somewhere down the line. Mm, yeah, he certainly confirmed our interest. And there's reports this evening that are saying that it was between us and Southampton. And after speaking to both clubs, he wants to come to us. So be interesting. I spoke to a Spurs fan uh, who's watched him a few times and said he's. He's very, very good going forward, but there's a lot to learn at the back defensively. And um, his theory is that someone, you know, with Roy Hodgson, very good defensively, we should be able to sort of school that into him. Like there's definitely potential there to be a good fullback. So, um, and it's good. I mean, it's, it brings the average age down as well. You know, join all the, <laughs> the join all the old fogies that we've got going on at Celeste at the moment. So, uh, yeah, but. I mean, he's not a 28-year-old coming back from injury centre midfielder, so that's something. Yeah, or, a, 
or a 28-year-old centre-forward. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Cenk Tosin um, when we get into the City, looking forward to that. Uh, let's, uh, Victor Camarasa's also gone. Um, that was a failed experiment. Um, two games, only uh, one against Colchester in the League Cup and a few minutes against uh, Spurs, I think it was, when we got trounced there. But um, someone released a video of his best moments from the, the Colchester game on Twitter and suggested that we'd dropped a bollock letting him go. But uh, we were at that game and know what it was like for the other 88 minutes of it. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. Like, I, I don't doubt that he's a decent player. But, you, you know, when you, when you get to the point where we've got this massive injury crisis and Roy's putting Nye Kirby and James Daly on the bench over Camarasa. You know, days are numbered, really. I don't think it's that much of a loss. Um, at least he's gone on loan to a Spanish club rather than another Premier League club where he can score against us and show us who we really <laughs> Yeah. I was expecting him to join Norwich or something and, um, yeah, inevitably score against us uh, right at the end of the transfer window. But, nope, there you go. He's He's gone. Um, good luck to him, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. And then the final one, and this is this has been. Um, I, I mean, I can't, I quite, I can't believe it. Ash, Ashley Young has been linked with a move to Sellers Park. Um, this isn't going to go down well if it happens, is it? Nah, this is where my anybody is a good body uh, falls down because I don't want him anywhere near Palace. I hate him. And we talk, we talk about. I mean, we talk about lowering the average age of the squad. We bring. Ashley Young in his game over. I mean, yeah, we might have won, you know, the back four of like 2008 or something. Yeah, exactly. In 2020. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's a weird one. I mean, I saw that he was linked with like Inter Milan and teams like that. Just, just go there, mate. Just, just fuck off. I don't want you to come to Palace. Yeah, unfortunately, um, Albert is currently off seeing to his baby as he's the, uh, he's the only one in the house tonight. So we can't get a Watford. I'm back, baby. I oh, never went. He's not uh, crying. He's not crying. There, there we go then. So who else is get a view on um, former Watford player Ashley Young? Now, putting on my... Uh, putting on my... What's the word? Sort of more rational hat. Yeah. Uh, am I putting on my rocket man hat? I wouldn't, I don't think, I'm not saying we should go out and get him and yeah, I want him, but I don't think I would be too upset if Ashley Young came to, came to us on some sort of short, short term deal. Um, bags of experience can play in a number of positions, you know, but maybe, you know, bit of an upgrade on Jeffrey Schlupp can put a ball in the box. We're very light on people who can cross the ball at the moment. Am I, am I being naive? Am I being stupid? I mean, you're just being a shit football fan, really. He's dived against us multiple times, scored key goals against us. You just so got Christian imper- Benteke. You've got to empirically hate him, mate. Well, yeah, no, listen, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, you're be- you're being a. I'll tell you what, you're just being a typical football fan. Fickle. Uh, <laughs> I I wouldn't be uh, like I say. If he doesn't come, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. However, if he did come, I wouldn't be as outrageous as a lot of people have been over the, the Tosin signing about his slagging off at a club and all that nonsense. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, I have to wait and see. But we need to stop getting our knickers in a twist over the littlest things. We're, we're coming out looking like a bit of a, a prissy bunch. 
I think the the rule for the transfer window, I was discussing this with friend of the show, Miserable Dave Perry, um, with the rumours that you see in the transfer window, if it's a player that you want and that would fit, obviously it's never going to happen. That's rule number one. And rule number two is if there's a player, like a striker who never scores or a defender who hasn't played for three years, the one that you definitely don't want, that's always the one that you're going to believe. So the transfer window, talk about my anxiety about going to the dentist. The transfer window absolutely kills me because I think we're going to sign every 34-year-old one-legged donkey and any good young player that would be an amazing sign for Palace, I just don't I just don't even bother thinking about. How did miserable Dave take the Ashley Young rumour? Uh, yet to make a comment, and I think that's probably through the blind white hot rage that he's going through rather than him not having an opinion your task now is to drop him a text right now and to say thoughts on Ashley Young joining Palace and just get back to us on what he says okay you leave that with me (laughs) right we'll end that section there turn it off hashtag done deal done (laughs) deal we'll finish that there and when we come back we will be starting to build up to City on the weekend Reviews, predictions, comments and rants. Send us your voice clips on WhatsApp. 0203 575 1266. Zahar. Against Laporte. Townsend. MacArthur. Taken down. Slot. Champions! And Arnold has sent a real teaser in there. It's truly had to be dealt with and was by Stones. Andros Townsend! A flash of brilliance! Spectacular! And what an incredible turnaround here! It is Manchester City 1, it is Crystal Palace 2! Right, so, yeah, Man City this weekend. Obviously, we won their last season 3-2, as you just heard there in the commentary. Um, Andros Townsend's stunning goal. Do you still dream about it every night, Albert? I'll probably watch it three times a week, let alone dream about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it really, really was a stunning strike. And, uh, yeah, head's And Schlapp's goal. I, mm. I do feel obliged that we, we have to... I'm not taking anything away from Andros's goal. But we do have to prefix it with Schlapp also scored a, a banger shortly before that. I think it's unfair on Jeff to not slip that in. Honourable mention. Yeah, lovely, lovely strike through the legs of the defender into the far corner, and um, yeah, and then Max Meyer having a bit of an impact, winning the penalty, and uh, Luka Milivojevic doing what he'd failed to do at Celest, um the previous season and scored the penalty pass Edison. Um, I mean. I think that was Man City's first defeat at home in, I think it was a ridiculous amount of games, like over 30 or something at that time. It was really, really a big shock. Uh, let's just start tentatively. Heskiff, any chances of a repeat this weekend? Ooh, I'd be very, very surprised. Um, going by, I watched them 
play Villa on Sunday, I think it was. And I mean, you say play, yeah, but I mean, did Villa really play? You say you say they played. Well, really, it was a bit of attack versus defence, but you know, like when they get going, they're 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 a brilliant team. And watching Kevin De Bruyne pass the way he does is, I mean, insane. Like a lot of the time, I don't even understand the physics of what he's just done. Um, and that coupled with our, you know, our injury problems and that. Uh, talking of Maya, we don't know if if, if he's going to recover because we're recording pre uh, press conference. Um, I'm assuming not because it looked pretty nasty. So if that's the case, then we're even further down the down the list on the injury front, and it's going to be very very tough. So uh, going on brand, I, I think it's more damage limitation than it is anything else on on Saturday. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a bit of a struggle, especially when you're looking at Man City of one nine of the last ten matches across all competitions, um, scoring goals for fun. Six against Villa, um, being the latest one. Um, Albert, do you do you worry for us this weekend with the injuries and looking at how they've sort of hit form at the well the, the wrong time for us, as it were? Do you think it's back to the ways of it, how it has been basically since we got promoted and getting tanked three, four, five nil? I don't think whilst whilst I'm worried, I, I don't think it will be the numbers that you've sort of gone up to there. I, I again need a miracle to come out with even a point. Um, you know, I would have taken a point against Arsenal before the game. And, you know, obviously the same applies to playing Man City away. And as you've alluded to, they're in a, a great run of form. However, I think we're, uh, you know, I think we're a more difficult proposition um, defensively now. And, you know, if if we're going to lose, I, I, if, if we're going to lose, I imagine we'd lose in a scenario where, you know, when we played Liverpool earlier in the season at our place, you know, we, we gave a good account of ourselves, but but ultimately undone by a, a superior team. I, I, I'm certainly not expecting to be embarrassed, um, but you never know. Like, you know, they are capable of of really t- tearing teams apart. I just don't think we're we're in that run of form. Even with the injuries, I think, you know, at the back, we're still a, we're still a decent proposition. So they're going to have to work hard to beat us, even if even if they do beat us moderately comfortably. Mm. But I mean, my worry with Man City is that it's down the flanks is where they can really, really hurt you. And that's if Martin Kelly got overloaded a lot in the first half an hour by Arsenal down that flank and City will be doing the same, I imagine. And it could be a very long afternoon for him. Yeah, it, it is a worry. And I think that that was the first 25 minutes or so against Arsenal, like you say, it was it was very, very tough for him. And, and the cover wasn't really there either, which is which is tough. And with the players that Man City have, you know, it's, it's very hard to see how you sort of shut them down just in general, let alone with someone who's playing in a position that's not their natural, uh, their natural position. So... I think we're just going to have to make sure that the, the the midfielders, the inverted commas, wide midfielders that we have, really do a good job of coming back because one on one with Kelly and, and and the players you mentioned, it's going to be. I don't think there's going to be much doubt about who the winner is going to be. So um, we know that Roy is good at drilling players to play in you know certain positions and keep their roles and do their job, and he's going to have to go into overdrive with that. I think on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he ends up setting up because 
if Maya is out, then obviously that will see a change to the front three of Ayu, Maya and Zaha. And it'll be interesting to see if he actually did what he did in the 3-2 really last season, where he kind of went into a 4-4-2 really with... Um, it was it was kind of that time Townsend and Zaha, isn't it, when they were playing as kind of strikers. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he sets up, but because you can't leave Kelly exposed like we did on the weekend again, because it will be only be a matter of time before we concede goals, even with as strong as we have been. Um, because you know Mares and Sterling are just in sensational form this season and could really cause some damage. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a sort of four four two and having the wingers sit a lot deeper um, than we, we've been used to in recent weeks. But, um, I mean, City have only got two clean, two clean sheets in their last nine games. So they get out of ball. You can certainly score goals against them. So, and I think Man United showed in their only defeat in recent weeks that if you can set up counter-attacks, they're there to be picked off. Um, we've done that in the past against them as well. Uh, talking about Jeff Schlupp's goal, Albert, as you were before. Um, so it'll be... Really interesting, but the big one is whether we play Cenk Tosin from the start. Albert, what did you think of his um, cameo against Arsenal? Were you impressed with the early signs? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a low bar, isn't it? Um, well, it's not actually. It's quite a high bar when Jordan Ayew's on the field. Um, yeah, you know, it's hard to judge. It's hard to judge players based on little sub-appearances. And, you know, he's not he's not played any sort of real amount of football over the last few months. So... He was never going to come on and and set the world on fire, and yeah, he gave a gave a decent account of himself, and you know, but again, without without doing anything amazingly exceptional, um, would he would he go into my team for Saturday? Again, you have to sort of look at all the injuries and who might be there and who might not be there. Um, you know, there's no harm in chucking him in. He's not he's not just turned up from another league and doesn't know the Premier League and, you know, he'll know as much about Man City as we do already. So maybe, maybe it's a good, a, a good test to put him in and see what his, you know, because we're not going to get a lot of the balls, you know, sort of try and judge him on his, his work right off the ball. And is he going to work for the team? He's going to close people down. Is he going to try and hassle centre halves when he can? Um, Cause I'm sure we'll be pumping the balls up to him when we do get it. So yeah, why not chuck him in? Let's have him and are you up top? Bang. Yeah, be, I, I think that could end up happening. You could end up with Zaha on the right of a four-four-two and McCarthy on the left, and then having um, Kiata and McCarthy in the middle. And then, of course, that will on the ball. It will be off the ball. It be a four-four-two on the ball. It would be a four-three-three. And um, especially if Myers injured, and I'm, I mean, I just don't see how he does play. But then, you know, saying that um, a few a couple of seasons back. Jason Punch and murdered Kevin De Bruyne and he played three days later. So who knows? Anything's possible. But um, yeah, so I reckon it could be, I reckon it could be Tosin and Ayu up top. And um, with Ayu sort of like, you know, pressing all over the place and putting in that high energy performance that he normally does um, to give Tosin some support. So um, I think that would be our way to get some sort of result. I mean, like I, th- I think anytime you go into these games, it's, it's, you've got to, if City are on fire, they're going to destroy us, aren't they? And they're going to do that to any team they play. But, you know, the, as I say, there's there's goals to be scored against them and we are good defensively. So if we can get the shape right and keep the discipline, then maybe we'll, we'll have a chance. But but who knows? Um, I've, I think that's enough. We'll just go predictions. Um, Haskiff, g- give, me, give me a flattering scoreline. Oh, I think it'll be 3-0. <laughs> to Palace? Good shout. Which, is, it, is it that? 
that <laughs> would a hat trick be hanging again from the Holmesdale? Is that is that something? Deep, deep, deep hat. Uh, I think I think 3-0, but to to be honest, I know it sounds very defeatist and all that, but I probably would take that now if it happened because oh. it's not a complete paste in. And... Boy Hodgson fanboy, fanboy, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a 2-0 now. <laughs> uh, what about you, Albert? What do you reckon? Mm, I don't think it's going to be 3-0. I think it's going to be... Oh, I'm torn between... Yeah, I think I think it'll, we'll, we'll narrow, narrowly lose 2-1. Mm. We tend to do that against the big teams quite a lot recently, don't we? Like go one or two nil down and then, you know, score... Make a make a fist of it, or whatever. But just a little bit of quality in front of goal uh, ends up settling it for for the the bigger team, as it were. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be two one as well. I think we'll go two 0 down, and we'll we'll get a goal late on, and just sort of um, you know, make it look respectable and make an account of ourselves. So, but we shall see. Hopefully, we're not coming back in a couple of weeks talking about um, how we were wrong and did get tanked uh, probably more than what Heskiff was even saying. <laughs> right, we'll be back after this. Back of the Nest Match Preview Podcast www.backofthenest.com Right, that's your lot for this week. Um, oh God, this list of things to say at the end is just getting longer and longer. So head to youtube.com forward slash back of the nest. Uh, they are doing loads of fantastic work over there. So go and have a look. Um, head over to backinthenest.com, read our articles that we've got going on there. Uh, for the review show this weekend, make sure you send in your WhatsApp voice notes on 0203 575 1766. And of course, follow Back in the Nest on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and all of that jazz. Um, so we've come back, um, but now it's international break so we play Southampton Tuesday obviously we don't do a pod for that we don't do a pod for the weekend games so it's then an international break and Heskiff you're going to Malta on holiday right yeah you see this Albert this is how you take a holiday you take it during the international break so you don't have to miss a pod mate so you want to watch your mouth where have you been the last eight weeks i've certainly not been on holiday i can tell you that much um, but yeah so we're we're off for a couple of weeks now uh we'll be back for the chef united game i think that'll be in your ears around about the 30th of january that'll be the thursday heskiff go um i'm just gonna say what will really wind me up about uh losing 2-1 if that's what happens on saturday is that it's my birthday and if we get within one goal of getting a result against Man City and then don't, it will fuck me off. Um, sly way of getting uh, your birthday in there. Albert, you're going to be dishing out any presents for him? I think it's your turn to... <laughs> that's, why, that's basically what I was after because Albert owes me a present. Do I? Yeah, sure. Nah, mate. I was going to get you a box of chocolates, but it sounds like you're off the sugary stuff because of your teeth. He's got enough chocolates and um, his dentist will tell you that. Right, I can hear Albert's baby crying in the background, so we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, We'll be back, as I say, for the Sheffield United game in a couple of weeks. Until then, DR, up the palace.
How'd he like it if I go down there and steal some kebabs from his dad's shop? It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.